Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today we're going to be talking about what to do if you fail with money or if you're worried about failing with money or if you are anxious about failing with money or if you are constantly stressed about money and what happens if if you fail or lose money or can't pay off your debt or get behind on your debt or don't hit your financial goals or don't have enough at retirement or whatever your stresses um, or worries are about finances. So before we dive in, I'm going to rewind a little bit. So my older sister is pregnant and she has been, she's like currently like so pregnant. She's like 42 weeks. And, um, ever since I found out she's going to be pregnant, this is, I'm becoming an aunt. Okay. I'm becoming an aunt. This will be my first time, um, becoming an aunt, obviously. And it's the first grandkid on both sides. It's so exciting. Everyone like can't wait. And so one of the things that I have been um, noticing is that my TikTok for you page has been giving me so much content about kids, (laughs) so much content about kids and parenting and whatever Um, about being an aunt. And I, you know, TikTok, if you're not familiar it's, you know, videos. And then if you like a certain video or a certain type of video, your for you page or like the main feed will show you more of those videos. And so I've been getting a lot of like gentle parenting and, um, you know, just like parenting in general and, you know, aunt things and like, haha, I just like, I'm obsessed with it. And anyways, I'm watching this, this TikTok about gentle parenting and it, it talked about, her, her kid was like playing in a Creek or something or was about to go play in the Creek. And she said that growing up, what her mom would have said to her is what if you fall? What if you fall in the Creek? What if you fall? Um, which again, you know, makes the kid think like, Oh my gosh, like what if I fall? Right. And, and all that does is really instill the, the stress or anxiety in the kid, right? Because now they're like, oh my gosh, what if I fall? What if I like, what happens? Like whatever. And, and so her TikTok was about, instead of saying to your kid, what if you fall, right? If they say, mom, I want to go play in the Creek. And you say, you know, what if you fall? Or you say, no, you can't because you'll, you could fall. Instead ask, what will you do if you fall? What will you do if you fall? Right, because what is the difference between those two questions? If you ask a kid, "Oh my gosh, well, what if you fall?" Right, the, the, it's it's a rhetorical question, right? It's a rhetorical question, 
And it focuses on the fear of, I should make sure I don't fall. I need to make sure I focus on not falling. Or in our metaphor that we're going to use today, I need to focus on not failing. Right? Think about what this question might have been for you with money. Uh, you know, think about what your parents told you or what about this? You know, did they say, well, what if you run out of money? What if you can't pay for that? What if something comes up and then you, you don't have the funds for it? What if this, or maybe they didn't say that, but you saw that come to fruition in, in their lives where they were, they were constantly stressed about money or something like that. So instead of saying, what if you fall or fail with money or whatever, you know, insert whatever, Instead of saying that, which again, all you're focused on is the stress of, oh my God, what if that happens? Instead, focusing on what will you do if you fall in the creek? Asking a kid, what will you do if you fall in the creek? Because what that does is the kid starts thinking, oh, how would I handle that? What What would be my first steps, right? If I fell in the creek, okay, my pants would get wet. Or I would make sure that, you know, I didn't hit my head or I would, um, you know, stand back up or I would make sure my, my shoes are, you know, if I'm wearing Crocs, make sure they're in sport mode. Just kidding. I like can't stay in Crocs, but whatever. And so, and so then instead of the kid focusing on, oh my gosh, I'm so scared to fall. The kid is focusing on how could I handle that? If that did happen, how could I handle that? If that did happen, Right. So how can we apply this to money? So instead of focusing on, oh my gosh, what if I fail? What if I don't hit that goal with money? What if I go into debt? What if all of these things happen? Instead, what if we focused on and asked ourselves, what will you do if an emergency pops up? What will you do if you're hit with a, a $1,500 unexpected expense? What will you do if you... Um, you know, miss a a payment on your credit card. What will you do if whatever that fear is, instead of saying, oh my God, what happens if that happens? Let's ask ourselves this new question. So I want you to create that question for yourself. Okay. We're going to reframe this. So the first thought is what if I blank? Okay. Fill that in for whatever first comes to you naturally. Write it down in your notepad. Say it out loud. Oh my gosh. What if I blank? What if I fail in some capacity? Now we're going to reframe this into what would I do or what will I do if blank, if that thing happens, okay? So you're going to write that down now, the, the reframed version, and then I want you to literally answer it. What would you do if you had a $1,500 emergency pop up? What would you do, right? And I want you to literally create this list, create this list. Start writing the steps. Step number one is I would do this or step number two, I would do this. And then what's so cool is that you can take it a step further and say, okay, if I had a $1,500 emergency fund or sorry, if I had a $1,500 emergency, maybe I would have to put on a credit card right now because I don't have that. Or maybe I would have to pick up a, a bunch of shifts at work so I could cover that. Or maybe I'd have to sell some stuff. What you can do instead right now, since you're asking yourself this question and it's a proactive question instead of a reactive question, what we can do now is, okay, cool. If I don't like the answer to the things I first said, which is like, 
throw the $1,500 on a credit card. If you're thinking, oh my gosh, I really don't want to do that. Okay, cool. How can we instead plan so you don't have to do that? How can we instead say, I'm going to save $1,500 or I recommend one to three months of expenses in an emergency fund that you keep in a high yield savings account. If you don't know what a high yield savings account is, I have a free training on it. Go check it out on deeperthemoney.com. You can go to the free trainings page. Um, but yeah, instead of you know being worried about like, oh my gosh, what if I um, those things happen and I don't want to put it on a credit card, I don't want to do this. Cool. What is the outcome that you do want? What's the outcome that you do want? Because you can start to prepare that right now. And so often the fear in our heads of, oh my gosh, what if I fail? It feels so much heavier than what is actual, what it would actually do because we are used to having to trust external resources or having to used to, or we're used to being taught having to trust um, other people. We're used to being taught you have to, you know, trust that things are just going to go well and hope things are going to go well. I say screw that. I say screw that. I say instead, how can we learn how to trust ourselves? One of the best pieces of advice I've gotten in therapy, um, I have like a list of things. I should make, honest to goodness, I should make a podcast episode of like all of Chloe's epiphanies in life because I have a notepad that just like I list out all my epiphanies or like things that I've learned that I'm like just completely blew my mind. And one of the things... When I like first went to therapy, um, I only went for a little bit and then I stopped going for a while and then I started going again. Also, side note, highly recommend therapy to everyone. I think everyone should go to therapy like at least once a month, if not, you know, two times a month. If not, I, I usually go weekly um, or at least every other week. But again, I also want to acknowledge that therapy is um, can be an investment depending on um, your health insurance or whatever, but there are so many amazing resources out there where you can get low-cost um, therapy. Or also, hey, this is a great time. We're talking about finances. How can you squeeze that in the budget? If, if therapy is going to cost you $40 a session of your copay, how can you go out and make an extra $40 every single month to cover that because it is freaking worth it? Anyway, circling back. So one of the biggest things I learned in therapy, um, I, I went through a breakup, um, in college and it like, it like ruined me. Um, I got cheated on and I, that's why I started going to therapy because I was just like so broken and so lost. And the thing that I kept asking my therapist is how will I ever trust anyone again? Like, how will I ever trust anyone not to cheat on me again? And I, I genuinely like wanted to know that. I was like, how am I going to know someone won't cheat on me? Because now I'm always going to think that someone's going to cheat on me. And my therapist told me, you don't need to trust that someone won't cheat on you. You need to be able to trust that if they did, you would be okay. If they did cheat on you or if they did do whatever, that you would be strong enough to make it through that, that you would be fine and, and capable of, ha- of dealing with hard things and moving through that or whatever. And I remember sitting there with my jaw touching the ground, being like, what? Huh? I, ha- I need to focus on being able to trust myself and not trusting somebody else. 
And since then, I've not only applied that to, you know, like people, like my relationships, I've applied that to so many other things. Like I do not want to trust circumstances. I don't want to trust that the economy is going to go well. I don't want to trust that the, um, you know, that, I, I don't know, that, uh, things that my car is not going to break down or trust that like no expenses will come up. I instead want to trust that if they do, I'd be able to handle it. If the economy has a dip, right? Or if the stock market dips, I'm still fine. If whatever else happens, I would still make it through, right? Because when we spend all of our energy worried and stressed about, oh my gosh, what if this thing happens? Or what if this person does this? Or what if this? We cannot control these external circumstances or these other people, right? You can't control them. Um, trust me, I, I've been there. Sometimes you want to, sometimes you want to, right? Control other people. Um, but you can't. And so instead, if you focus on, okay, um, I can trust myself to get through whatever it is, right? I can trust myself. Um, I can trust myself to get through if an unexpected expense comes up because I will prioritize creating an emergency fund and I will prioritize paying down some of my credit card debt and I will prioritize doing these things and this thing and this thing and this thing and this thing. Because again, we're done asking ourselves the question of, oh my gosh, what if this happens? What, you know, and, and again, you can go back to what my therapist told me, like whenever that was six, seven years ago, um, and apply it to, to anything, right. Um, of, you know, what, what if they, how, you know, what if my partner cheats on me instead of asking yourself that, what, what happens if they do? What happens if they do? You have to be able to know that you can handle it. You have to be able to know that you can make it through that. Right. And, and so again, here we're applying it for money. Um, and that's what I want you to do. I want you to sit down and create this plan of whatever I'm scared of in my head that feels really heavy and really scary and produces this stress and, or anxiety. I'm going to put that on paper and instead reframe this to ask myself, if this happens, what is my plan? Because I am capable of making it through this. I am capable of working through this. I am capable of doing hard things. I am capable of all of this, Right? I just need a plan. I just need to figure out the steps that I need to take. That's so empowering. There's no empowerment in just focusing on what if this happens. That'd be really scary. That feels really heavy. But if we can turn it around into creating something that provides us financial stability and also provides us peace of mind and also provides us even more power in our decisions because our decisions don't have to depend on money alone. That is everything. That's everything. And again, that when I saw that TikTok of the gentle parenting thing of like, what, oh my gosh, what if you fall versus, okay, have fun playing in the creek. What, what will you do if you do fall? What is your plan? It, it takes us from reactive to proactive. And it takes us from scared to empowered of, oh, well, if that happens, I know I can handle it, right? It's not so scary. It's not so scary. And so that's what I want you to do today. 
And again, it doesn't have to be this like thought out thing where you're like, oh, I'll sit down and do that in the next 10 years and you never do. Stop what you're doing. If you're in the car, at least like think through this list and then when you get to your destination, write this down. If you are on a walk or chilling at home, open up your phone notepad and write five things. Whatever the fear is, we're going to reframe it into what will I do if this happens? And then I want you to literally create the top five things you're going to do or the top three things you're going to do. And then start it. How am I going to do this, right? Let's say number one, again, is create an emergency fund. And I'm going to save minimum of one month of expenses. I recommend one to three months of expenses, depending on um, you know your situation and what feels good for you. How are you going to do that? What's a way you could bring in an extra $100 this month to put towards that goal, um, right? Because you are so resilient and so capable. And it's time that we let money and, and use money as a tool to help us feel more empowered instead of this thing that creates more stress for us. And instead of this thing that holds power over us, and instead of this thing that is just looming around us, it instead gets to be really fun. We get to sit back and relax and enjoy the ride and sit back and, and enjoy be, using money as a tool and knowing that if whatever it is happens, we are okay and we can make it through it and, and we will you know figure it out. That's what matters. That's what matters, that like grit and resilience and believing that we have that. So that is what I'm going to leave you with today. Make sure to sit down and create that list. Um, uh, one thing, uh, one other thing before we go is that remember that this month's masterclass is called Fuck Your Budget. And honestly, it's a great masterclass for if you're like, okay, I want to do, I know my five goals of things I want to do, but I don't know how the heck I'm supposed to actually put money there because you know, I, every month I sit down to make a budget and I never follow through and then I never hit my goals and then blah, blah, blah. It's probably because your budget sucks and I will teach you how to do it in a way that freaking works. That's super fun. That's not restrictive and that you hit your goals every time. So, um, again, I'll put the link in the show notes. You can go check it out in my Instagram bio. Um, if you're watching this or if you're listening to this in real time and go and sign up. The masterclass is um, on October 11th. So you can go and check that out. It is going to be epic. And other than that, we'll see you back for another episode of the Deeper the Money podcast next week.